Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Club Cool Podcast. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, and I have decided, due to some Austin, Texas weather, that I'm going to keep the clubhouse doors closed today. The clubhouse is still open. Please come on in. But it's uh, it's seasonably appropriate weather that we have here today. So we're going to keep the doors closed. It's all right. Come on in. Come into the lodge. We're in the lodge. Oh, yeah. We're brought to you by Wash Media, and I've got special guests today because we got a lodge-centric episode happening here. This is a ski-sode. We're going to talk skiing. We're going to talk riding. It's a mountain podcast today. I'm here with the boys from Wash Media, the fellas of Circling Back, Dave, Will, and Dylan. What's up, guys? Wait, how fitting is it that it actually snowed last night? Well, I, I actually I went skiing last night, just yeah. right out of my backyard. Yeah, I thought about getting some cross-country in at uh, Zilker <laughs> earlier, but... I mean, a snow, a snow setting in Austin is obviously a very rare occurrence. It's ju- it's it's wild. Happens like what once every doing a ski so four years. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it snowed. It was Beautiful. it's pretty perfect timing. Yeah. yeah. I woke up to about forty text messages today from Sally's family, all taking photos of like the various <laughs> snow situations they found themselves in. You know, I didn't think it was worth taking photos. <laughs> yeah, of. I kind of yeah, went. I kind of went northern guy and was like, yeah, it was a dusting. Not really a big deal. We walked outside of of my place and Park said, "Why isn't the snow on the ground?" Good question. Like, well, that's not cold enough, man. Honestly. Did you teach him like, about like great, the earth great and stuff? Question, yeah, did you make him put his hand on the ground and see how warm it was compared to the, the air? I didn't do that. No, maybe I should have. That's not really a but thing. But a very astute observation by the young man. I, I walked out into the to the backyard today, cup of coffee to let the dog out, and there was snow had, had stuck. You got a good photo of I, Grace. I thought, you know, I did. I just did. I just, just won. Stuck to grass, know? not to pavement. That's right. That's yeah. right. Pay, payments not. It's not going to happen. No, not I either. dream of uh, enough snow to where Randy, when he sees it and he's in it, he's having to do like the hop. Ah, uh, yes. And yeah. I can get like a dope vi- video of that in slow mo. You know, it looked oh, like yeah. M- Midland actually had that. Midland did get good snow. Also, Wichita Falls got like seven or eight inches. Sure big did. big shouts Texas. to uh, to oil country, right? Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm sure that wasn't the only snow that fell in Midland. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. a lot of people do cocaine in that oh, industry. Okay. It's also not never mind. Nothing. No, nothing. A lot of people have dandruff in that industry. Is that what you're going to (laughs) say? No, I'm going to spare Dylan on this one. Seven seven to eight inches joke. Oh, come on, man. Come on, Mm. man. That's inappropriate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Right off the bat. Well, all four of us, we we just got back from recently. You guys, a couple weeks ago, me about a a month ago, we all went to Breckenridge just at, at different times. Breck, as the locals call it. That's right. Breckenridge, Colorado. Uh, yeah, Dave. Too bad, too bad we, we, we were able to link up. We, we had another another friend of the pod, Tyler. He was out there too. They were out there too. Um, so we had a, we had we had three Breck trips between you know an Austin group. We did not coordinate very well. No, no, we definitely did not. But that's okay because now we'll have multiple perspectives on uh, on what's essentially, you know, I would say that that Breck is kind of the it feels like the go to for Texans in general. Well, it's uh, it's an easy drive from Denver. Yep, uh, it's a really fun town. Yes, um, and it's not it is not the crazy expensive Aspen or Vale spot. So it it's it's accessible. It's also it's a huge huge mountain. Mm-hmm. Big five peaks now, six through ten, which I I don't think you get almost anywhere else. A lot of peaks. So let's start there. Uh, how how much experience do, does everybody here? Have skiing, Dave. Was this your your very first time ever going on a ski trip? This is my first time on skis. I did snowboard once in high school. Okay, all right. But this is my first time on skis. Yeah, gotcha. 
what have, and and you guys a little bit more seasoned what's your what's your story here yeah so i uh my family always went when i was a kid so if the first time i went i was probably i don't know five or six yeah uh went a few times um until about i guess i was 17 or so and then i went at least once a year for like 10 years straight so i've been a bunch of times yeah um will's yeah, I don't Skied remember. I don't remember me. learning how to ski. I was really young. Skied my entire life. Took a brief hiatus when I was going, like, kind of just not into skiing anymore. I also took a three-year hiatus in middle school to learn how to snowboard, but then realized, like, what? What am I doing? Uh, but yeah, I've been skiing my entire life, and then yeah, I actually taught skiing for a little bit. Okay, but it was more babysitting than it was teaching. It was yeah. very rare that I actually taught someone actual like, like actual turns and like skills as opposed to mostly just trying to get a little kid down the hill without crying yeah so i'm kind of in between dylan and will uh i went with my family pretty much once a year from ages six or seven straight through high school and then tried to go have tried to go once a year since then although there have been like some bigger gaps uh in there i did not get to do the instructor thing because uh, i messed up when i was supposed to graduate but a friend and i were like had legit plans to go do a year of instructing really in Breckenridge actually uh that I can definitely that, see you doing dude yeah. you ended up with some like South American girl because we learned there's a big international contingency <laughs> there that works the works the mountain yeah. yeah oh Chile Peru yeah both of them I, I'm I I'm not sure what would have happened I it's I could see myself having never like left because that's kind of what I did in Austin Right. You know, like I right. found it, found a, a niche in Austin and, ne- and never left. I don't know how fulfilling the whole like ski bum lifestyle is, but it sounds awesome for one to three years. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a slippery slope though. One <laughs> to three years all of a sudden turns into a decade and then you're like, oh man. So what, what we always did every year that we would go. And when I was in high school, we started going with another family and this buddy that, that I was going to go do this with was always on these trips. And he and I would take a snowboard lesson every single day that we were there. And so we ended, we ended up like at this level where we would pay for a group lesson, but it would basically be a private lesson because nobody else would be able to go with us. Right. And we had the same instructor every single year that we came. And he was like a guy that is probably our age. He was probably our age, you know, now like early to mid thirties and he just had another job that he would do. He, he like owned like a construction company or something. and was doing landscaping in the spring and summer. Mm-hmm. So he seemed to have it worked out. Dude. Doesn't sound yeah. bad. Doesn't sound <laughs> bad. Sound like a killer setup. You <laughs> One of my friends moved to Bracken. Uh, I don't know what she was doing there, but she, she hit me up when she heard that we were going there. And she was like, oh, you're full Texan now. Yeah. And I was like, what does that mean? She's like, because that's what you guys do. You just go to Brack and yes. ski. Yeah, There's like, that's it, fair. When you sit down on somebody ne- like uh, ne- next to somebody on a lift in Breckenridge, there's like a 50 50 shot that they're from Texas. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Man, I could easily see myself getting wrapped up in like just a resort mountain town lifestyle and just do it for years. Yeah. I mean, it'd be awesome. Yeah. What are some you of your know, other? You know, all those people, they get off the mountain at the end of the day, the end of their shift, <clears throat> and they just hit, they hit the bars. Yep. <laughs> you know they all, they cook out together. They, they hang out all the time. Uh, God, it's got to be fun, man. Yeah. W- where else have you guys been? Do you have any other like places that stand out? You when you no. did when you did teaching was this in Michigan? It was in Michigan. Yeah. I I never I for there are numerous reasons I never like went 
mountain skiing. Like it, my parents aren't big skiers. My sister is, and that's the biggest travesty because she lives in Montana. She lived in Aspen. Like she's lived in places where I should have been visiting her at all times in mm-hmm. order to get this awesome experience. But I was also at a time in my life where like taking a trip to Aspen wasn't exactly in the budget, and like Montana's not exactly cheap to get to from northern Michigan. Yeah. So it was like we had serviceable enough ski areas that it was like, you know what? I can have fun here. Why would I go travel somewhere else to ski when in the middle of winter? I should be traveling somewhere else to go somewhere warm. Yeah. So it just never really was in the cards for me. Well, one one of our one of our listeners that like hit me with a bunch of like kind of local gear tips and all that type of uh, stuff. His name's Will. He goes to University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that there was so much skiing in Michigan. You know, it's been poo pooed. <laughs> it's been poo pooed, Dylan. Well, when we were kind of you know John back and forth yeah, about yeah. who's a better skier. Who won? Who won? By the way, it, we it's, it's hard, hard to say. say you know, it's I'm a gen- not, gentleman, we're both, gentleman's we're both, draw. We're both very solid skiers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just, I, I have no idea what I'm looking at. But when Will informed me during this uh, this jawing th- process that uh, he had only skied inside the state of Michigan, I was like, "Oh, let me let me see what you know the mountains are about in Michigan." And so I looked up the elevation of Nubs Knob, mm-hmm. which is the place that he skis. It's not big. It's not. It's not big at all. It's uh, compared to Breckenridge. It's very small. What yeah, we do okay. have is we have. World-class snow, as rated by Ski Magazine. <laughs> uh, we have a, a very impressive terrain park at both ski areas in my hometown. And there's a very big ski culture, so people take it seriously. It's not like just going out there. Like People are very into it, whether it's uh, racing or whether you're actually tr- like going into the park and doing that kind of stuff. Is, but, it, just, is it just more flat than, than Breck? There, no, there are definitely areas that are just as much of a – uh, like I mean, like there are steep hills at okay. Nub's Knob. They're just short. Like it's kind of like what we would take to get to one hill. You'd be that's an entire run at Nub's Knob. Okay. If that makes sense. Like okay. you get off the chairlift, you go down, and it takes you a minute. Yeah. Where in Breck it takes like five minutes. I did notice that the chairlift took forever, and I didn't know if that was just all chairlifts, but like it felt like. We were on that thing for 15 minutes. You on the high pretty, speed? Pretty standard. Really? Yeah. Back to your, your other question, though, about like where we have skied in Colorado. Yeah, or, or, or anywhere. Um, the I've been most places in Colorado, but by far the most I've been to is, at Ste- is Steamboat. Steamboat, okay. My family went there every year for years and years and years, and it's a great it's a great ski mountain. Cool little town. Yep. It's way up there. It's like basically on the border of Wyoming. Yeah. Didn't you say it's sick? Isn't just absolutely sick there? It's tight, yeah. How does it compare to Breck as far as, like, the town? Um, Is it closer to Vale, like, high-end, or is it, like... Because Breck's laid It back. doesn't have, like, the, the bar scene that, that Breck has. Okay. But it has... it has It's a probably a little bit more upscale than, than Breck, but it's nothing like... It's not like Vale. Uh, it's it's just a great mix of, of everything, really. It has great snow, and it's a great mountain. It's tight. I, I went to Steamboat a couple of times as well, and, I, I mean, I was not like of drinking age to really experience experience the whole the whole town but it also has just a like slightly more like western vibe oh for sure you know Big like a little western bit more town. southwest kind of kind of cowboy influence yeah um, they do that music it, fest there every year is that the texas country one where yeah. you always see yeah. like wade bowen playing with like people they sitting around him the middle of winter outdoors it's pretty cool yeah yeah as far as recommendations i've always i've been to uh some of the tahoe resorts as well 
have hit them at perfect times, like when they just have been absolutely dumped on. So I've had awesome experiences at Squall Valley and Heavenly as well. And then the back bowls at Vale, again, like if the snow's right, it's it's pretty much unmatched. Um, but there are big, big resorts that I know a lot of people love that I've never been to. So uh, a couple of the questions that we got were just about like dream spots. And I'd say domestically, the top two on my on my like wish list are Jackson Hole and Park City. I've heard nothing but great things about Park City. Yeah, I was going to say Park City. I don't know anything about Park City. I had some friends that would go out there. Jackson Hole is my number one. Jackson Hole is like just like vibe wise. I mean, you got Kanye out in Wyoming, or is it Montana? I can't remember. Wyoming, but Wyoming, bro. like that's that. As far as you know, what's the most like pretentious best gear that you want to come back with? It feels like it's Jackson Hole. I went to Jackson Hole in the summer. We call it J Hole though. J Hole. Yeah, I went in the summer to J Hole, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> Even more than in Breck, when I was standing at the base of the mountain, because we went to a place near the near the mountain, I looked up and just the vertical just was shocking. Yeah. It was intimidating for it just to look at. I was like, oh, my God, this is much steeper than I ever imagined it being. And I, I can see why you need to be a very expert level skier in order to ski a lot of these. Yeah, rides. a lot of the more obscure resorts like that, like Telluride comes to mind as well, um, or Taos in New Mexico. Like, I, I feel like the reason that they are not as popular is because the terrain is more severe. Have you done Crested Butte? I have not. I have not either, but apparently it's a sick little town. Yeah. Really, really cool. I think I think another buddy not easy to get was to in Crested Butte this year as well. And it looked yeah. it looked good as well. I just heard that uh Utah is sick in general as far as like it's just clean and yeah. very like scenic. And I I just want to note that I I do know that I called it Park Cities a minute ago and not Park City. What did you call it? I said cities, plural. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And uh, yeah, I, I know, I know, and I corrected the error, <laughs> and I regret the error. Uh, not domestic, but Whistler apparently is supposed to be just next level skiing too. So that that's on my yeah. My what's 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 up internationally? Like what's dude South America? Bro. Whistler. I, I feel like I know to say the Swiss Alps. Yeah. That, but it's you know, I just I my my, my that's like a, a vi- I have a vision in my head. Everybody's just like wearing Montclair. And Rolexes, basically. My but, buddy um, lives overseas, and he has been going to the Alps, and he had nothing but great things to say about it. Yeah. He didn't rave about it like I thought he would, and I don't know if that's a product of him just not being that impressed with it or if he's not going to spots that you would t- technically rave about, but he really did love it, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. The other place, and I've actually got a buddy over there now, is uh, Dave Japan. Mm. You ever heard of that? I have. Can I can I hear you uh, to just say this country out loud? <clears throat> oh, you mean Japan? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I did the thing. <laughs> I want to do Japan more than anything because I've just heard nothing yeah. but good things. Yeah, that's I've had that, numerous yeah. friends go over there and do it, and it's uh, apparently just the peak. Like, no pun intended. Do you think that? Do you think you get the same like apre vibes Mm-mm. there that you do? In Colorado or Utah or California? I did a little research, and I could be completely wrong on this front. I did a little research just seeing what it was like, and it, and it seemed way more – desolate makes it sound like there's just, like, nothing around. Yeah. But it doesn't seem overrun with tourists yet. Okay. And so it seems a little more like you're kind of on your own program doing your own thing. I don't think it's necessarily like you're in a big ski resort town. I think it's more kind of like you go to this place and you just do it. Yeah. Um. I could be wrong on that, and I might have just been researching the wrong part of Japan that was doing it, but it didn't seem to have this like party vibe to it as much as 
you're going there to ski powder in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You guys see that North Korea is, uh, has opened or is opening a, uh, a ski resort? All right. Scratch everything we just said. <laughs> heard New this. number one. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you won't catch me there. But uh, Out of anyone in this room, you're the most likely to you're do right. that. You're right. Yeah. I just don't want to get trapped there and imprisoned. It's understandable. Right. Dave, I'm going to pull this one straight off of Reddit for you, okay? As someone who had never skied before, what were your takeaways? And is there anything that you would recommend or anything you would have done differently? Don't be 35. <laughs> um, no, uh, I. so I went into it, and I didn't take a lesson. I signed up for a, a group class, and I got there like two and a half hours before, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to go ski and see if I like it. And ended up figuring it out pretty quickly and then not doing the group class. I was okay. like, eh, so I just threw away some money, but that's fine. <laughs> do that all the time. Um, and uh, I will say... I think this is going to sound cocky, but I think I was, I think I was bene- I benefited from being at least in decent shape, as far as like my legs and stuff. Like they didn't gas out like I thought they would until we went to the terrain park, and that's we'll get to that in a minute. That's where I really, really lost it. Well, we messed up. That was on. <laughs> well, okay, it was mainly Drew, not y'all. We need to explain why we went to the. Terrain Did you have park. Dave going off jumps? Here's why we went to the terrain. Hitting park. kickers. They didn't realize it, but the terrain park. <laughs> Pretty much. The terrain park was a selfish move from the rest of the group, and Dave got dragged into it. Okay. Well, Lily wanted who I was skiing with. Who's a? She skied a few times. She's not uh-huh. great, but she's good. She's passable, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you, yeah. we could have. If you would have skied two more days there, we would have gotten you to being better than her. I was killing it on the on the little baby greens that I was on. Like I got to the point where I I wasn't having a pizza the whole way down. I was in and out. Yeah. Felt pretty good. Did you ever French fry when you were supposed to pizza? No. Okay. I didn't have a bad time. That's good. That's good. I did go right <laughs> into a snowbank, and it was hilarious. The thing that's the thing about falling, it you know when you're gonna fall, and it's like a three second thing, and it just like. The falls, I wish I had video of me falling because it felt so severe and violent, but I was okay. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I was just lucky or what, but, like, I didn't, thank God, didn't hit any trees, didn't hit any humans. I did have a snowboarder in the in the terrain park apparently, like, hit a sick backflip right over me. <laughs> you just kind of slide. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're not hitting something, getting tangled in your equipment, or, yeah, like, those are the two things. As long as you're not hitting a human or a tree or, like, a rail – you're probably going to be okay unless you're taking a really bad high speed fall. So yeah, I leading up to the trip for like two or three months, I went heavy on like lunges and leg stuff because I was like, it, you know what? I, my biggest goal, I don't want to tear anything, and I don't want to hurt my knees up. Yeah, or bang my knees up. So I, I felt pretty good. Um, my first time actually skiing was getting off the lift, which was scary because you know, yeah, you're moving yeah. a little bit. What'd momentum. Do? What'd you do? What was your mindset going into it? Just, just, I was like, all right, just, just, I was just like, pretend you're on rollerblades or ice skates. That, that was kind of my mental thought. Did you go straight? Yeah. Okay. I went straight, caught a little, caught a sick pizza, did a little turn into it. And I was like, okay. And then I I kind of played around up there before (laughs) I went down the mountain, you know, on the flat stuff. And I was like, all right, let's just do it. And then started doing it. And I got to be pretty confident going down those. And then Lily wanted to go meet up with her husband and. The, the guys, the fellows, the squad. The oh, well, lads. the reason we went to the park was because it was there were so many people uh, on the mountain that day that the best snow was on the side of the park. Okay, and nobody was in the park because it, they had gotten snow and it wasn't groomed. And so we all wanted to ski on the side 
or in the park because that was untouched snow. Yeah, we weren't like hitting rails and shit. We mm-hmm. were just cruising. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, but it was rather steep. You know, it's a terrain park. Yeah, so you it was gotta steep. get speed and all that. It was probably steeper and than so what Dave needed. Probably should not have taken Dave to it. I gotcha. Yeah, that was the problem. So, like on the greens, the ones that I was on, if I wanted it, if I got too much speed, I could go perpendicular to the mountain, like you know, kind of go sideways. With the terrain park, it, it wasn't flat like that, and there was a lot of you know, undulations and jumps and stuff. It just didn't lend itself to that. And plus, I was my whole goal was like, don't fuck up somebody somebody's day. Like, don't run into anybody. Don't be that guy. So I was already like in my own head about it. So I ended up at the terrain park, just pretty much pizzaing the entire way down. And by that is when my legs so were, did your knee then? <laughs> it, my knees and my thighs were so they were just full of lactic acid. And by the time we got down, we're like, all right, let's go get lunch, get a beer. And I was like, okay, cool. And, like, I start walking up the stairs, and, like, I could just feel it in my knee. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Done for the day. So how many how many days did you get in, Dave? I got in about four hours one day. One day. Yeah. And, okay. And if you're new, I would I would probably advise, if you've got the money, get a private lesson. They were, like, 800 bucks. And yeah, I was not about to yeah. do that. Uh, but the, the group classes are, are relatively cheap, 120 bucks or something. Uh, try to do that. And there's people of all ages who do it. And then the biggest thing, and Will, this is something you you told me because you know you could tell I was a little nervous. Like, just you can't really care what people think. Like, you can't be self conscious. Like, no. at all. And you, me, I was just like, you know what? I know I'm going to be. I'm that guy. I know I'm the worst one in the group. Whatever, I'll deal with it. He looked the part. It's his, it's huge to uh, like. I know like. You go, you go on this group ski trip. You want to hang out with everybody, so it's pretty difficult to kind of pull yourself out of that to go take a you know a boring lesson so if you if you are out there and you are new and you're and you want to join on this on a ski trip try to get like one other person that is around that level wherever you may be and do the one day of of the lesson because it's absolutely and i'm everybody says this i'm sure that that if you're thinking about it you've heard it already but it is the by far the quickest way to like get up to speed basically for sure I think if, if we would have had, like, a week-long trip yeah. planned, I think each of us would have, like, spent time with Dave trying to sure. teach him certain things. But, like, when we only had two days to actually ski, the selfish gene yeah. kicked in. It was totally. Like, ah, your boy's that was my goal. To get out there and try. I didn't want to ruin y'all's trip. Not ruin. But yeah, I didn't want to be, like, dead weight. And I was just, you know, y'all go do your thing. I, I should have, in retrospect, and I, I thought about doing it, was just staying by myself and just continuously doing that. That loop. By the end of next our next trip, hopefully it's going to be sometime this year or next or early, you know, next one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the end of that trip, you'll be up. You'll be with us. Because I'm, je- I was jealous, dude. The videos of y'all like just going. Shredding. It looks so fun. It's so fun. And I, I got to the point to where I could actually uh, ski down the mountain, and I wasn't looking like where I, I was able to enjoy the scenery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, oh fuck, I'm skiing on a mountain instead of like, oh, don't die, do not. <laughs> Do not hit that uh, that jump You'll right learn there. Fast. Well, yeah. What do y'all think is better between the kind of December January winter trip and your March April spring trip? Do you prefer one or the other? Do you you know pros and cons there? I like it to be colder. Like I like to be I like to be very cold when I'm going just because I grew up on those cold temperatures mm-hmm. and I can't speak to how mountains get, but at like my home ski area. The warmer it got, the worse the snow got, and it was like, okay, I don't really want to go out there unless I'm first person on the lift, and then yeah. I'm, I'm going to be gone by ten thirty. Oh, it gets 
like slushy in the sun yeah, and then icy, icy in the, in the shade. It's, it's yeah. a mess. If I'm yeah. partying, like I, I want it, it to be, I want it to be that forty degrees outside as opposed to like sixteen right. degrees. I went for a spring break my freshman year of college. It's mm-hmm. the only time I've ever done like a uh, a spring ski trip. Yeah, and it was it was okay. Yeah the 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 negatives for the the spring trip are that every single week in March is somebody's spring break, so the mountain is super super crowded. Kids. And if it doesn't, yeah, tons of kids. If it doesn't dump, like you said, the snow is either slushy or icy. It's not great. It's not great. Having said that, it is daylight savings time, so you get like ex- you get extended sun, and the like the post ski vibes, like when you picture kind of the base of the mountain, just littered with people like wearing sunglasses and chugging beers. That is that's hard to pull off in January December because. True. It does get so cold, and I've I've only been on like these winter these winter type trips the last you know my last three four five times, and they have been awesome because this that's when you get the best skiing. Yeah, but it also like we had a couple of days this past December, I mean where wind chill was negative ten, and oh, I lasted yeah. like two hours on the mountain. Yeah, it, it gets pretty pretty brutal out, out there. Yeah, we had a sweet spot. I never got cold. No, it, our weather was pretty perfect. Dude, I was borderline warm. Yeah, I never, I, at no point was I like, I'm I'm chilly, I want to go in. Like, it was, we we lucked out with our weather. What's your ideal get on the mountain time, get off the mountain time? 9.30. Okay. To 3.30. Okay. I want, I mean, ideally, first tracks. Like, okay. I want to be there, I want to be there and <laughs> do it. It happens, though. Yeah, it's it's just so difficult, especially, I learned in Breck, it's especially more difficult to do that. Um, but if I haven't skied in a while, like in Breck, I want to be out there until we had to get dragged off the mountain. Yeah, yeah. If I'm skiing regularly, I'm staying out there from morning until about 11 o'clock, eating lunch, taking two more runs, and then going to the bar and having some beers yeah hell yeah dude that's <laughs> just that's just the schedule that's what you got to do yeah. i like uh i like a i think nine is is right i like to push for early too but again that it's that's totally dependent on what the weather looked like but uh, a couple of trips ago in squall valley it, it was unprecedented snow it was like record-breaking snow and everybody that i was with was like committed to that we're going to be there as soon as the lift opens and we made it happen and it was sick. And that is, that's the earlier you are, you know, the earlier you're okay with calling it and getting to the bar, which, you know, is arguably the, the best part. It's, uh, <laughs> I basically, I basically look at it the same way as I, I do with golf. Like I want an early tea time cause I don't want it right. to take up my entire day. Yeah. Um, and I just dealing with lines, it's just like, I, I don't want to fuck with that. So as early as possible. You guys were in a house on your big trip, right? Mm-hmm. Is that is that important? Is that crucial? You like having everybody all together under one roof? It was, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean that that, that was a uh, we didn't even go out like two of the nights, right? Because we just, or I guess one of the nights, we was like we're just gonna stay back at the house and chill and to have everybody under one roof and we are cooking and yeah. drinking yeah. and playing games. I and think shit. it's I, it's it's my I I will trade the big awesome house with everybody in the same place. Like I'll take that over ski in, ski out. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. But a lot, of, but people, I know people feel differently. I know. I mean, ski, the, ski in, ski out is awesome. Don't get me wrong. The first time I did a, I did Breck. Actually, this was, um, I was there for the, the 
Texas beat USC in the national mm-hmm. championship, so 14 years ago. <laughs> um, we had a massive ski-in, ski-out, and we had, like, 14 people under one roof. And when I say ski-in, ski-out, I mean, like, I literally – I ski to the front door – like got out of my got out of my skis, took my boots off, and I was I was inside. Yeah, it was incredible. Ooh, was that, that was that off the side for like? Would you, is the lift you got on Snowflake? I don't remember. Okay, like I said, fourteen years ago, I, I know that it was a sick house. We had a hot tub. Yeah, it was a standalone house. It wasn't like a you know a duplex condo situation. Yeah, and you could ski from the front door to the lift. I'm guessing that I, and the, you could ski at the end of the day. So you ski right to the door. If you can find both, that's I mean. <laughs> Best of both worlds, obviously. It's just tough, and I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure that the that the spot in Breckenridge is like the Snowflake area, and it's like a smaller lift that you can kind of cross country your way up to, basically, right, and right. then get on, and then and then you're there. But mm-hmm. but for the bigger bases at most of these resorts, I think you I think you're putting yourself in like mostly like condos, even if we they're were, big ones. We were ski walking ski distance out. from town in Breck. And yeah, that was that uh, was very nice. That's huge. That was, that a game was very nice. You're skiing scout to the to the bars at that point. You literally could have skied to the bar if you really wanted to. Yeah. Like, it, 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 we were so close <laughs> to the bars. Honestly, like, anything, though, that limits the amount of time I have to spend walking around in ski boots. <laughs> yeah. Because, dude, fuck that. That is... It stinks. I don't know how they have not, like, advanced the technology of ski boots. Like, I feel like that these are, like... Dude, an, an, maybe it was just because I rented mine, but they were so uncomfortable no, in walking that's just in how them. it is. So, I want to I wanna take park skiing really badly. But uh, he's a child, and he's not going to want to carry his skis. He's not going to want to walk in <laughs> boots. And I see parents out there with little kids, and they look—they just look like they're doing way, way too much. It looks miserable. Shouts to the parents out there. So it, I, I know my dad must have carried my skis and poles yeah. for me, like, how many times? Ski trips I don't with know. kids is just miserable. Oh, I'm going to suck it up and take him because I, I want him to start early. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that was one of my favorite things to do in the world when I was a kid. So I want to start him early so he's he gets pretty decent at it pretty quickly. But man, it's gonna <laughs> the, the equipment part of it is just brutal, dude. The yeah. price of having a kid and taking him skiing—it's like I'm paying <laughs> this much for you to be like whiny. Those kids can can tear up the mountain, though, man. That's, they got that low center of gravity. They're just out dude, there just doing. Yeah, their falls don't hurt because their, fall, their falls don't hurt. They fall about six inches. They don't have poles. They're just out there just. That was one of the they, things I noticed was how many like little kids were were like learning to ski and how how good they were. Yeah, yeah. you're like, also fearless. You yeah. like the you know. Yeah. You, Anybody our age, and it's it's the one thing. What's I, th- I always think one of the int- most interesting interesting things about getting back out there is how much it's like riding a bike as well. Like even if I don't get to go for two for two and a half years, it's like day one, one or two runs, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you find that groove really really quickly. The one thing that I'm like starting to like have in the back of my head is don't like don't injure don't injure yourself. Yeah, try not yeah. to injure yourself. Today. I hadn't skied in five years before we got to Breck. And that was a concern of mine. I had gone three before, and I got back on the horse real easily. But yeah. I knew I wasn't going to be bad, but I knew that there was going to be a little bit of a, a curve. Yeah. And the almost the entire first day, I felt a little out of it. I like didn't feel like I had it like I used to. And I chalked it up to just being out of, like in bad shape, which is a very fair thing to chalk up. And day two, I was like, oh, I feel completely different now. Like, I feel like I'm back to normal. I can ski any of these mountains and it should be totally fine. Yeah. And I was ready to keep, I could have kept going for another four hours after day two. Um, it was, it was just very weird. I hadn't, I hadn't expected that I would be so bad the first day. Yeah. What, uh, was, was your favorite thing to drink in the mountains? You get off the mountain, you hit the hot tub, what are you, you're, you're 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 standing around, you know, your big nice kitchen with with all your friends. What's what's pouring? I like a big stout beer. 
heavy beer in the mountains. It, yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I agree with Dave. I went into Breck hoping I was going to try not to drink too much beer. I was like, I'm going I'm to drink more cocktails. I drank a million <laughs> beers. Yeah. You burn a lot of cows, though, skiing. Oh, oh you yeah. You burn a lot of cows. So, I, just, I mean, you're good. Yeah. It just, it was so easy just to hammer beers. And I was like, I just want to drink a bunch of IPAs right now. I think my entire, I think maybe my, my most favorite thing about ski trips is getting back off the mountain. Maybe you did Apre, maybe you didn't, but sitting in the hot tub with a beer is like, mm-hmm. that's just. I go in wanting to have right like a bunch of like a hot toddy, yeah, and just you know really just mountainy cocktails like that, and I always go back to beer. Yeah, yeah. I had no hot drink, hot alcoholic <laughs> drinks while I was there. Jeez, I didn't either. Yeah, I thought about it and I was like, I I just want pure beer right now. Yeah. That first day of skiing, which we didn't even go as hard the first day as we did the second day, my uh my watch tells me that I burned over two thousand calories, like active calories during the skiing. Wow. I mean, we were, uh, yeah. Yeah. Y'all shred it. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, we covered, like, day two, we covered so much ground, too. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you mentioned we can start kind of transitioning into into some gear talk. You mentioned the boots. It's one of the reasons why I still snowboard instead of ski. The boots are... 10,000 times more comfortable. Yes. That might be an understatement. Like, (laughs) snowboard boots are borderline comfortable. The other thing is that it's what I'm good at. And when I was growing up, I started with skiing. Then for several years, I would do like half half of a week skiing and half of a week snowboarding. And then by the time, like, I was going with friends, it was just all snowboarding. And so that's what I got good at. And I don't want to give that up. But uh, the the friend that I mentioned earlier, Tyler, I know that this year he, he... Made the transition. He switched back to skiing. How, when do I have to do that? How old is too old to be on a snowboard? So I mentioned to you <laughs> that my family used to go every year to Steamboat. Yeah. My stepdad, um, who is in his 60s, he is an excellent snowboarder. Okay. Like, very, very good. And he, if we went right now, he would he would snowboard. All right. I like he, to hear he looks He looks cool as shit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you want to say it's like a, a younger person's activity? Yeah. But there's some older folks. Maybe our generation is like is changing that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Maybe you should just start carving. It's like the mature way to <laughs> snowboard. Carving boards just look so hard though. Mm-hmm. Your feet are just like pointed down the. It, it just, I don't. It stresses me out. Carving board. Yeah. You, we saw one guy doing it. I don't know if you were on the lift with me when we saw the guy doing it. It's just a. a I don't know if it's actually still a popular thing to do, but it's essentially, it's like a compromise between skiing and snowboarding. You're on a, a much slimmer board that is much more parabolic, so like it 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 curves okay. out. And you're almost wearing boots that are more like ski boots than they are snowboard boots, and they're positioned differently. So rather than being like pointing uh, in the same direction, you're kind of both pointing downhill. Weird. And you can just make much steeper turns and you know that somebody's doing it. It's very easy to spot somebody doing it on the mountain because they are they're getting low. They're like dragging the glove while they're turning. They get very, very low. Huh. One of my buddy's dads did it, and, I mean, it always looked awesome. It just looks very difficult and very uh, intense. Like, I, it just looks way more tiring than actually just regular snowboarding. Did y'all see anybody telemark skiing? Yes. This, this Out there this year? Yeah. Dave, Dave, you should just make – you should be – that's that should be your thing. Your what niche. is telemark? Oh, if you're, telemark skiing. Yeah, dude, if your legs hurt after just <laughs> pizzaing, I don't think so telemarking's your move. The binding, only your toe is connected, so your heel comes <laughs> off the ski. And it looks so incredibly when you turn, difficult. They, you like drop down to a knee basically when you when you carve. Oh yeah, 
you you probably saw a couple people out yeah. there doing it. I that mean, also just weird. looks like if we talk about the injury thing, how do these people not just shredding tendons left it looks, and right? Dude, not as things. fun. My too. sister does it. You can't do wild really? shit on it. I don't understand how she does it's it. It's like a hell of a work, a leg workout. I too. need to talk to her about that because she she started doing it. Uh, I mean, not recently, recently, but within the last I think like five or six years, and it just looks so taxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's for people that are out there. They're burning. They're, they're their goal is to burn cows. They're just burning cows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we can we can move on to the to the looks now. Um, so I learned that in the ski community, there it's they don't refer to them as fits. They're kits, which I'm thinking about just adopting because is is the the word fit? It's just it feels over. Is I it mean, played out? We I feel like we all use it. And if we're all using it, like it's probably played. Oh, it's out. been over for weeks, <sighs> yeah. months. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> I've never heard like we're getting fits off. Well, I, what, well, I'm, I feel like I'm just going to steal this and start saying that we're getting kits off instead. I like the word kit. It's soccer. You it's get the soc- soccer tie it's a soccer too. Term. I yeah. also like just like I don't know if there were numerous rappers that were doing it, but like they were releasing summer kits. Okay. That were just like two song EPs. Okay. And okay. I, they were, like. I think Childish Gambino started calling them kits, and I was like, "Kit is a good word." It is. It is. All right. Uh, that's uh, put it in the books. It's happening. What's what? What are y'all? What do you? What are you going for? What do you want to look like on the mountain? I think we, the three of us, all, all pretty much like had the same vibe, like a bright colored pant with a black or dark jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all got y'all got hooked up with some with we some did. some gear as well, yeah, which is pretty tight. Did you get from you too, Dave? Yeah, Dave I did. Too. That's I nice. got hooked up with some gear, and and Will loaned me uh, some stuff too. I was murdered out though. Yeah, the guy who works for a Spider reached out. He's like, "I want to send y'all some stuff." That's awesome. Some uh, photography samples that we got to use. Brand new stuff. It was incredible. Yeah. Uh, but before that, I I looked like a like a Texan. You, like jean, like uh, I think I Not saw jeans, some. I think no. I saw some memes. I had some. Uh, I had some on black, your no, The <laughs> meme was accurate. Some black Spider pants. Them and they're old. I yeah. Know, I have, yeah. I've had them for probably over twelve years. Um, and my jacket was this North Face. It's just super bulky. It's too big for me. Yeah. It lo- I looked like an idiot. Like it's. It's not a good look. You, so you say that, and now you know. I was I was paying attention. I was I had content on the brain on my trip, and I kind of noticed, and I I made this comparison that ski gear feels a lot like cars to me. When you go out on the street, you look at the cars, like maybe in your mind is all the newest stuff. What would you what what you would buy right now? But everything that you see is largely what three to ten years old. And yeah, I, it's, I, it's, it's too expensive. To ski gear is, is the same is the same way because most people that are out there are there like maybe once a year, one week a year. It's expensive. It yeah. lasts a really long time uh-huh. unless you're just like tearing through it because you live there. So it's definitely something that you that you buy infrequently. So as I started like looking around, you know, most people are in. They're not in the latest and greatest, basically. Right. So it's, it's so it's it's uh, you know as 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 cool as I as I want to look, whatever I'm doing, it's definitely not like it's not crucial to be in new gear every season, basically. And if oh. you're if you're also like, if, I, I use the word ski bum endearingly. If you're a ski bum, you kind of wear that stuff with pride too. It's like yeah. no, I've been I've been around the mountain a few times. Like I'm not in. And if you're a ski bum, you value skiing more than you value making money. So you don't have the money to upgrade everything. Yep. You'd rather upgrade your skis and stuff more than your jacket and everything That's right. like that. But I don't know. Plus, if you're in like brand new stuff, like I mean, the, my pants and jacket were—I mean, I pulled the tags off of mm-hmm. before this trip. Yeah. You also kind of look like you're—you're uh, you're not really uh, 
like a, a seasoned skier. Like, That's oh, true. Who's this like new money trash guy who's <laughs> exactly. trying to like mix in with the locals? He's like exactly. an idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I there. You know, I I kind of like think of of a few different archetypes out there. There's obviously you know there's high tech. There's modern. Uh, ecom luxury sites like Matches Fashion and Mr. Porter have entire sections now and editorials dedicated to like super high end insane stuff. Which I which I basically never see. That's I imagine that maybe if you go to to Japan, yeah, or the Alps, or you know somewhere like that, you might see more of that. It it all looks killer, but it is it takes something that's expensive, makes it ridiculous, and I well, I, I don't know who's in that stuff. But why do snowboarders always look ten times cooler than any skier on the mountain? Dude, they don't. I don't think they, they do. Come no, I see. I disagree with that. I think in the last five or six years, like this, like. The skiers are actually the ones creating the looks. Like I did, well, we can just start talking about some of these trends that I'm that I'm learning about. But the the skiers are the ones that brought back like this long jacket look. Mm-hmm. You know, like the jacket that I that I basically upgraded this year. It like barely went past my waist. It had like a powder skirt and everything, but it you know. And I bought a Patagonia shell. First time I ever went, I've ever gone like a non-insulated jacket. So I was just like layered up with a Patagonia shell on top, and that thing like hits me at mid thigh. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a tall guy, so if if you know if you're big, it it won't be that long on you. But I bought I, a new Patagonia jacket this year, and I bought it not for skiing. I bought it to be like a city coat that I can mm-hmm. wear out. And my concern was that it was going to be too long for skiing. I told Sally when I was buying it, I was like, I don't know if I can wear this on our ski trip because I think it's too long. Second I put it on, I was like, never mind. I look I look pretty good in this right now. I'm not yeah. too worried about it. Yeah, but I, I feel like these days the skiers actually look cooler. I think just skiers have more I just I think they have more swag. Yeah. I think they can they can they have more freedom to move and stuff. So like they just like the way that skiers operate just looks cooler to me than snowboarders because snowboarders are just kind of locked in. I, I don't also know. don't I don't know if maybe the connotation that like we, we grew up with, like when 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 we were young, there were resorts where snowboarding was just not not allowed mm-hmm. yeah so you kind of had this i you, this you had this whole bad boy shit yeah right and so i don't know if that's kind of gotten played out at this know. point where well, you think like snowboarders are almost have like a douchey rep now but skiers have adopted the snowboarding style that right they've taken yeah, it and now have. that's what they are using <laughs> like it, it all credit, that's true too <laughs> credit to where credit's due like like i mean no disrespect to Spider, but Spider growing up was largely a racing brand. Mm-hmm. And so you wouldn't be caught if you were trying to go in the park and you were wearing a spider jacket, it was kind of like, what's this guy doing in the park? He should be racing on the hill over. <laughs> and it made no sense. Um, Spider's updated now, so it looks a lot more. It, it doesn't have like this reflective stuff that makes it look like you're racing right, and right. things like that. But I mean, it, it kind of depends on what like the brands that you're wearing that kind of dictates the vibe that you put out. And I guess that goes with anything. But, you know, people that wore Spider back in the day wouldn't go in the park. I feel like that's all kind of getting meshed together now. Yeah, there's, you know, there's there's a, kind of a crop of brands that are just like the pinnacle of, of, of outdoors. So you're going to see them in little ski shops and you're going to see them in REI. But, like, those are the brands that I think no matter who you are or what you're doing will always basically fly on the mountain. Arcteryx, North Face, Patagonia, Heli Hansen, like that type of thing. And then there are there are brands like Spider that kind of have you know that that have in the past given mixed signals and kind of come and go. And uh, the one of the cool things about 
skiing and and about some other niche type of stuff. Did you know that there's like there's hype jujitsu brands, BJJ, Brazilian jujitsu. Yeah, I actually I, did know that. I posted like a, a a Jonah Hill fit where he's like in a, uh, a what is it called a gi? A gi, yeah. On uh, on Club Cool Instagram. That's where I put my coffee. Like and somebody DM'd me and he was town or. He he, he had like, clearly like taken a class or okay. something. Oh, that makes more sense. How did I miss Dude, Jonah Hill is doing jujitsu now. Yeah, God, but everybody is. But I got a DM from somebody that's into it, and he was like, "Oh, that's a blank gi." And I looked up these two brands that he told me about, and they like do drops, and their shit sells out all the time just through the the BJJ Jeez. community. I'm so out. So of there's the loop. skiing brands like that too. Tell me if you've heard of a single one of these. Okay, you ready? I'm just going to list these off lightning round style. Arsenic anywhere? No. Harlot Apparel. Tall T Productions. No, no. It's, ter- it's a terrible name. <laughs> so, this is this is another. This is like local trend style, but having a tall T that like comes out of your jacket. That's that's, that's a look. That's big skier vibe. A Dude, tall I've, I've I've seen this and I fucking hated it. There, like, there was the teenage kids who were really good in the park that were like, honestly, yes. When I was twenty five and I was around these like seventeen year olds, I was intimidated by them, and I was like. They looked like shit, but I was scared of them because I was like, they definitely know what's going on more than I do. I think also that that if you're somebody that's out there all the time, I feel like that community is kind of like looking for ways to differentiate themselves yeah. as well. Kind of like, you know. You can spot the other locals you, on yes, the mountain. Yes, yeah, exactly. Amongst all the gapers from Texas. Uh, yeah. uh, picture organic. No. Mm-mm. Gibberish. Nah. And fly low. Not a single mm-hmm. one. Yeah, see? Fly low, I think I've heard of. Okay. Well, so- Flylo is is when I went to Flylo's website to check out some of this, and this is going to segue into uh, to something else um, here. They have a knockoff. They're making a, a a more expensive knockoff of something that I noticed on the mountain this trip that I was not in the loop on, but will somehow was what Kinko gloves. Oh, is this is this a, is that the lower version of uh, Flylo's? The Kinko is is is. The brand that everybody that knows what they're doing is wearing. Flylo makes knockoff versions that are more expensive. I locked. <laughs> I lucked into the the Kinko thing. Okay. I went back home for Thanksgiving. I went into the ski shop where my aunt works, and I said, "What are the most durable gloves that you have? I want them." And she said, "These are the ones that you want." And I was like, "Perfect. I like the leather suede look. Yeah. I like. I wanted that anyway. I'm in on these. Now that I look up Flylo, the reason that I I knew that is because my sister gave me a pair of fly lows for Christmas, my last ski season in Michigan before moving to Texas. Okay. I don't have them anymore. I think my mom got rid of them and I should be very <laughs> mad at her. It's it's very interesting what they do to those gloves. They have people that are just hired to like put like the finish on those gloves the, on the Kinkos. and put them in the oven and then yeah. they sell them already uh, like Oh, they weathered. sell the worked the worked up ones. Yep, yep. and that's what I got. Okay. I kn- I know a girl who, who actually did that. Like she made extra money by being yeah. the person that did that. So, so if you're, if, if you were like me and you didn't know this, I, I noticed like instructors wearing them and guys that were clearly knew what they were doing on the mountain, wearing these gloves that almost look like, like the brown leathery, like work gloves yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah um, I, and they, they're, yeah, I remember they, your you gloves, know, they, they've, they're, they're, well, those, those not, those they're aren't short. The, the fly lows. Okay. They, they don't come up high on your arm or anything. Well, yours and are I'm mittens, right? looking yep. at these things thinking, what, what's going on? How are these warm? Like what? I got home, I looked it up and it's, it's like, it's just the shit. It's the only glove that you should be wearing. They cost like 25 or $30. Yeah, they're cheap. And wow. then you, you get like a paraffin wax finish type thing. 
and you can uh, will this is the process that will like basically the the ski shop had already done to them but you bake them up basically and they're like ultra weatherproof wind stopping super warm and all in you're like 40 bucks i mean yeah. gloves can cost like 175 bucks for like high end high end shit i didn't do it but um but yeah kinco k i n c o that's a that's a very easy if you're about to go on a trip for spring break or something and you you want to look like you know what you're doing easy upgrade right there i got somewhat roasted uh by a couple people online when i posted a instagram from scotland and i was wearing those <laughs> and i was like you know this is fair my hands look fucking huge in this for some reason <laughs> and then out on the mountain i started seeing other people with them and i was like okay i'm in good hands now yeah yeah um let's talk about a different look that we sometimes see out on the mountain what do you think about the people g- like picking up old shit on ebay and wearing like your Retro? bright, bright '80s, '90s onesies and that type of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it can be poserish. Like, yeah, like if, if you picked it up, like you said, um, off eBay or something. Yeah, that that's kind of lame. But if it's like something that's legit been passed down to you from like your your dad or whatever. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, it, it, I think it's a cool look. I don't know. I just wonder why if people are doing like I'm like you should just be out here trying to look sick, not doing a bit. <laughs> Like you gotta save that stuff for Mardi Gras or whatever, like or like whatever they call it. But if if you wear that and you're like a dope skier, like you're the man, you're the shit. Like you get respect on the mountain. If you're dope, you can wear anything you want. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. That's true. Yeah. But if if you're if you suck, you can't you can't try to that look. You can't take liberties like that. No. You get run off the mountain. Yeah. I I mean I see it. It feels very much like it's been around a while. So the first time that you ever saw like a group of college guys decked out in neon ski gear, you're probably like, "Oh, that's that's tight." Right. But but now it's now it played out. Yeah, because what it reminds me of is like when you see um like a bachelorette party in Austin and they all have the same tank top on <laughs> that they had made yeah. for the trip. It yeah. gives me that it just kind of that like a, it's slightly cringy, you know. I don't yeah. want to I don't want to player hate on anybody that's out there doing that, but it it's you know, it's a bit, like you said. Yeah, yeah I, if and, I see a guy like wearing something like that, or even like a crazy hat or something, I'm, I I just think you better be fucking awesome. How about like, how about you? How about a uh, how about jerseys? Did you did you dude, go hockey I was jersey? Just about to say no. I did see multiple jerseys, and I did not expect it. Like I saw a lot of Mahomes jerseys, very popular. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. Um and then I, I just I just saw like you know, I saw some Elway jerseys, which you know Colorado, but I, I did not expect that at all. That to me again to me that move always like broadcasts that you're a uh, a tourist basically, mm-hmm. and my goal is always like a little bit more. I don't want I don't want to like I'm not going to put on my tall tee and try to be a local, but um I just want to blend in, you know. We I went out at, and also in have Michigan some sick once with a Red Wings jersey on because they had a big game that night. And my buddy and I are like, dude, let's let's rock the jerseys out there. And my physics teach my old physics teacher from high school. He is a very 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 good skier, and. I saw him in the bar afterwards, and he was like, "Yeah, I saw these guys." And I was like, "Who are these assholes in Red Wings jerk?" Oh, never mind. I know exactly who that is. And I was like, "Yep, that was us." <laughs> um, yeah. Do y'all do y'all have uh? Do you what do you guys do? Do y'all demo gear when you go out, or do do you own your own? Yeah, we did. I did demo gear. Okay. My I, parents sold my stuff. Somebody asked cool. me what like what our what our favorite like you know hardware brands you know what's our favorite ski snowboard brand, and I I don't. The good ones I probably have never heard of at this point. Yeah, like Burton sounds for, Burton's tight, right? For boots. It seems like <laughs> Solomon has a, a stranglehold yeah. on the market. Okay, most most boots on the mountain I think are Solomon's. That's what mine are that I own, but I didn't even bring them. 
Yeah, um, I had Technicas for a while. I was happy with those. Solomons are solid. I, I honestly don't even – I know nothing about boots. I wore the same shitty boots for way too long, and people made fun of me, but they were. I made them comfortable, so I was like, I don't care. Like, they work for me. Yeah. Skis, on the other hand, there are a ton of brands. And... Dylan didn't know how to pronounce the skis. You're right. I've never even seen that, the Blizzard, Blizzards before. They were, I loved my skis. Blizzards? What are I they? guess it's pronounced Blizzard. That, that's, a, that's a ski brand? It yeah. looks like it yeah. it says Blizzard, but it says Blizzard. Blizzard. See, I've, not, yeah, I've never Blizzard. heard of it. Uh, yeah, there was, always a, there was always between our friends growing up a, a divide between the ski brands. And it always seemed to be between Rosignol, uh, Fisher, and... K2? Vocal. K2s were big, but they weren't big for the racing guys. And okay. all my buddies were racing guys. Gotcha. And so, like, those were the big ones. Um, I liked I liked the look of Fishers a lot, but I was just a Rosignol guy. Rosies yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. I liked, I liked the sound. I'd always like the have, sound. What you have, Dave? Do you remember what I you had? I have no idea. <laughs> no clue. I don't I think... remember what you had either. Oh, no. You had Blizzards. I too. had Blizzards. You might have had Solomons. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> they were serviceable. Had, it was fine. Dave, you ready to, to go back on a ski trip? Yeah, I'd like to go back. I. Now that I'm comfortable with Breck, I just like I kind of want that to be the spot. It's um, it's it is a very easy, perfect go to spot. There's there's it's the easiest place to like yeah organize people and, to get uh, to basically. The Blue Stag Bar, yeah, that's my, sp- oh, man, that's my I, spot. Oh man, we we we've got a couple listeners that are about to hit Breck. What do y'all have recommendations that you, that you want to give them? Blue River Bistro Blue- restaurant. Get the sa- the salmon at the Blue River <laughs> Don't Bistro. Love salmon. Lily and I each got the salmon. I think we're okay. the only ones at the table who got it. One of the one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. I I I, I want to add that sounds like a trash recommendation. Because like I okay. feel like you just imagine. <laughs> no, it sounds like one. Seeing the salmon on the table, I was like, God damn! I should have gotten the salmon. No, it, it and was, everyone that ate it was like, that was the best. That was one was, of the best meals I've ever had. It and had I was like, shit. With it. it was it hit so hard. It was did you, amazing. Did y'all hit up uh, Gold Pan Gold Pan Saloon? No, no. That's we my, didn't hit enough bars. That's my bar recommendation. Did you go to downstairs at Eric's? No, we almost no, we did. Tried. But we That's ended where up going I watched spot. Texas USC. Okay, back yeah. in uh, 06. It's, you, if you are there, you have to go at like, you basically need an apre there to get a table because yeah. it's, it's a dumb, stupid wait. Like three hours is what they gave us on like a Friday or Saturday uh-huh. night when we walked in at seven thirty. So just know that. But yeah, it's it's awesome bar food. They have a big arcade. We didn't do enough bars. Yeah, we didn't do enough bars. Um, there's also a restaurant that is totally not on the radar. It's basically fast casual it's called peak of asia but really really good like pho and asian and asian stuff okay food. yeah i saw another like ramen place there and i was like yeah, I'm surprised yeah there's there's, there's a, few. a pho there's a few. or a ramen place right when you get like off the gondola like yeah right when you're walking yep. back to it town. was a ramen place i remember thinking yeah. like huh do you remember the name of that place we we ate when we first got into town the blue something oh the little blue moose blue maybe it was good. The breakfast joint, right? Yeah. They had other stuff, too. The diner type. I'm it pretty sure that if you just type in, like, top breakfast places, Breckenridge, it's that's going to be one. the number one result. Because good. everyone was like, yeah, go there. Uh, Klein, Klein was raving about it, too. To where now? Blue. Blue Moose, moose? sounds right. I think everything's moose. blue something. <laughs> everything's blue something. Yeah. I was told that we should have gone to, uh, is it Modis? Modis? There's a Modis. It's M-O-D-I-S, and apparently it's pronounced Modis. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we thought about going there that's like small small plates or something right is it yeah i think I, it's kind of like new it was new on, american anybody who sent me a re- uh, recommendation list that was on there hey did y'all roast brett for not wearing a helmet yes yeah. very yeah. much that dude can ski though yeah, yeah. you can yeah. ski you, you can gotta ski. you gotta you gotta you gotta protect the dome though 
Yeah. Yeah, his yeah. he didn't even have a good justification for it. It's so weird. Like, growing up, no one wore a helmet. I mean, you might see a I couple know, people on the mountain. Now, yeah. now it's oh, the it's exact reverse. Like 98%, yeah. I would say. It it's is. Crazy. Yeah, you got to be. I gotta, was in you middle be, school you when I first wearing one, but it was because I was on the ski team, and they made you buy yeah. a helmet. And then I got to the point where I was like, I need to wear a helmet every single time. The older I got and the more reserved I got, in Michigan, I stopped wearing one. In hindsight, that was not a good move. Yeah. But at the same time, I wasn't going that hard. I wasn't skiing like glades and I wasn't I wasn't doing anything crazy but I should probably you should probably wear a helmet all the time. Yeah, I mean looking back I was like mom and dad what, like come on. Why didn't you put me in a helmet? Like my brain is inside yeah, of this I skull. This brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um la- last kind of pivot here. What what is the equivalent if you don't like cold weather, if you don't ski, but you're trying to put a similar trip together? What's like what's the what Man. correlates to this? Is it golf? Is it a golf trip? The thing about golf trip is that, yeah. is that I can't imagine. I don't think you're going to get the ladies to come along with like the a fellas. Daily activity no. that, that to a golf to a golf centric trip. That's an interesting point. Like Alyssa and Sally don't ski. Neither does they Laura. They were totally down to go to a ski town and do that. Yeah. If we went on a golf trip, I'm not sold that they would be as down to go to like a cool cool spot knowing that we're golfing and not skiing. It would maybe it would have to have a beach. If we went to Scottsdale, they could have fun and they could have fun in Scottsdale. Yeah, are they Charleston? are they as down to Charleston. go on that group trip or are they more likely to transition that to a boys trip for us? I don't know. Charleston's another good one. Yeah, any place that has That's what I was like, thinking uh, for like Charleston. Charleston means you got the beach and there's, there's also like there's a also there's also something town. about like w- when when the when the dudes are golfing one that might be a larger portion of the day than skiing is actually when you tally it all up the dudes will also drink on the golf course whereas like maybe you're having a beer at lunch on the ski trip but then everybody can kind of come together for the for the drinking and the fun part of it the dudes are coming back hammered from a golf exactly yeah there's just something less kind of communal about Mm -hmm. a golf trip yeah i feel like beach golf combo would would please everybody yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know but yeah, there's the I, I don't know. There's the reason that like those, there's something so nice about trips that involve like an activity, and then also ha- and then also like the partying aspect of it, mm-hmm. where you're not just like where the go- where the where the activity isn't just drinking, right? Like those are there's something that makes a trip like that just a lot, you know, a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't have any good like alternatives. Yeah. That's just a question I got. I wanted to uh, to throw it out there for you guys. It was very easy for them to meet us uh, on right. the mountain. Just hop yeah, on that's another thing. It's it's you you know you're all in. Once off the mountain, you're basically where everybody else is. Exactly. Whereas on a golf trip, you're you're driving all over the place to sure. to to yeah. get to get places. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wish we had done more bars. Now that I think about it, I do too. I mean, in hindsight, I do. At the time. My legs were so drained after skiing that I really get, didn't want to yeah, move. Yeah, it's and I was completely content sitting at our <laughs> sitting at our house, just pounding beers there and having a good time, and maybe hitting the hot tub when I'm feeling feeling wild. Yeah, I can tell you this: if you are planning a trip to Breck, this probably goes for any resort town. You have a group that's like I don't know six or above, maybe eight or above. Um, don't try to. It's gonna be tough for you on a Sunday night to walk into a restaurant. Yeah, make reservations for every. Do single night. yeah, Even structure if you don't it. Use them, just make them. Because we we had a little bit of trouble our last night. We ended up at a pizza joint that was all right, fatties. But yeah, sorry. Hey, how do you get grams off when the boys don't have the eye, or even get why somebody would want fit picks though? Oh, you gotta get new <laughs> boys, dude. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get new boys, dog. 
Like, dude, we you were pretty show shameless about asking uh, asking other people to take photos for yeah. us, and everybody was willing. And w- one older guy was just like, "All right, one for one," and he he wanted <laughs> he wanted to get a pick off. And we were dude, like, "Okay, yeah, we can help you out." Yeah. Also, you just have to kind of own it, even with your boys. Like, you know, it, it, it easier said than done, but you just it takes all of sixty seconds. So just hand them the camera and be like, you know, take a Make take a happen. take a blast. Yeah, I'm gonna do some shit. Don't ask me any questions. Yeah, yeah. You just have to be shameless. About <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. At this point, like, you're not going on vacation to not like get one gram off. Of right. And look, yeah. We're, yeah. we're content guys. Yeah. We know we know the deal. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like, I'm not trying to waste a kit, you know. <laughs> <That's>... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no kits. Hey, Go. are these guys giving you enough time to uh, to to talk about your Jordans on the uh, on the Circling Back podcast? They don't give me any time on that podcast. Like, I don't even know why I'm there. <laughs> Bro, do I see a crease right now? <laughs> What? No creases, man. Okay. It's hard to know. He keeps them clean, too, man. Yeah, you do. Dave, is this your first pair of J's? I think so. In the modern era, I mean. Maybe yeah, had some I think up. I had some in the '90s um, when I was trying to ball. But what? Um, what uh, not to not to just like do a total 180 here. But what? What? Um, we we it's the it's club cool, so we always have time for a little bit of I'm sneaker talk. Sneaker talk. Right mm-hmm. I just got new sneakers yesterday. Did, what, oh yeah. I re-upped yeah. on my Nike Reacts. Okay, I've been, I've been wearing them so often, and I was planning on getting the exact same pair. I saw you were like wearing them, you know, just no holds barred on the ski trip. I thought that was bold. I fucked up. And the day that I wore them when I didn't want to wear them, I had my 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 good boots were packed away in my suitcase that was in a car that I did not have. Mm-hmm. And so I had to wear these in Breck, and it was terrible. But I, I got a different colorway because I was like, you know what? I want to get the same pair, but I got some different ones that are dusty peach for those out there. Okay. Right. I was bummed I couldn't wear these in Breck, but... It was probably the smart. That was very smart. You very packed smart. them, though, right? I think I did. You could just strut strut, strut around the lodge in them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but what what sparked this purchase? Why were you like, you know what? I need some True Blue threes. Man, I just been seeing them. I saw. I think like somebody, did Luca did Luca wear them? I don't know if Luca's won. Yeah, well, actually, Luca did. After I bought him, he posted a gram. It was him, you know, doing the the kit pick, walking yeah, into the yeah, game like yeah, everybody's pick. doing now. <laughs> and um, it was. I was like, dude. I, I I saw somebody with them and I was like, dude, I really really like those, and I'm trying to mix it up a little bit. So I got I got some J's. I'm, I'm you know midlife crisis. Yeah. Can I yeah. ask a question about yeah. J's? Uh-huh. Does anyone lace them all the way up? Like is that is that what's the move? So so I lace. M- uh, my favorite pair of Jordans are ones, and I lace them all the way up, because if I don't, like they just feel too loose and sloppy. Okay. But real like. J heads will say that that is not do not lace them all the way okay. up. J heads is a thing. That's what they, they call. I it. don't. I just made that up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. You know the J heads out there with Fucking their with J their uh, just getting their kits off. Yeah, I don't think pull off J's, man. If Parks is pulling off J's. You can't Park, pull off Park, J's. Dude. Park, he can pull off Jay's. Parks is also wearing like Supreme and shit. Yeah, he's fucking tight. <laughs> if you cool own if you own Yeezys, you can definitely pull off Jay's. I own Yeezys, but I don't think I can pull them off. Yeah, I, you didn't buy them. Gift, they were gifted to me, and I just I I feel like an idiot wearing them around town. Are you uh you you got the bug like what are you what are you creeping on now? They, on you have the bug. I've got the bug bad. Sorry to cut like you. I that. I didn't want you to say no, that you didn't have the bug. No no no. I, I would. You have the bug. It's real. Um no man like now I'm getting the ads served to me on Instagram like the Nike ads. Mm-hmm. So like I got I got some kill shots recently. Okay. And um like so now I'm getting these Nike ads and like I'm looking through. I was showing him yesterday. I was like, dude, these are like there's a new Gore-Tex, which I'm like, oh, what the fuck is that? And then I look into that. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Whole new world opened up to me, but uh, I really like the retro series. 
I, I feel like that's that's like the most popular right now. Yeah, even you, though they're older, right? What do you mean? Like, I, I've seen people say like, I saw some people trash talking Luca for going Jordan, mm-hmm. and they're like, dude, they haven't made anything good since the retro. Like that's the only thing they got going. Oh, okay, for. okay, okay. Yeah, um, all the throwbacks and re-releases. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, I mean, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like all the ones that he's pulling off. Um, I've always, I've, I was always a Nike guy growing up. I think a lot of kids were. Anybody who played sports like Nike was the shit. If you played basketball or football, yeah, definitely. But yeah, man, they're a lot more comfortable. And I was a little worried. I, I was thinking there might be a chance I just send these back if I don't like the way they look at my feet. <laughs> but they ended up working out. And I haven't gotten jacked for him yet. So. That's good. That's good. That was that was my biggest fear. You have to be careful in Austin too, especially. That's right. Yeah. In high school, that was like you always heard about dudes getting jacked for their shoes. Wait, is yeah. that that happens for real? People getting jacked for the Jays? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? I mean, I was kidding about it happening in Austin, but it, it absolutely happens. Yeah. That didn't happen in Harbor Springs. <laughs> didn't, were there any Jays in Harbor Springs? I mean, I don't know. We we our click at that time just was wearing like Iversons with the honeycomb. Dude, Brady, on. Brady had answers. Some. The no, answers. Brady uh, was he too soft? Answers. Those were those were those were. Those Dude, were hot. oh, I loved them. The I had the zip up ones. Like I had the the ones that zipped up, mm-hmm. and I just thought I was the coolest dude in the world for a little bit. Yeah. I posted a kit pick uh, a couple <laughs> weeks ago. I guess it was last week. It was I was wearing them out, and I was wearing them with these marine layer khaki pants. And um, people were like, bro, those bootcut jeans? <laughs> like People were, were trying to flame me. Just a few. Um, but and, and I think you messaged me. You said, dude, you look like you're about to sea walk. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I knew immediately it was because I was pulling off some uh, West Coast swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you sea walk? Yeah. Okay. Got to cre- crease up the khakis. I mean, I, could, I, I, I haven't done it. Since like high school, since after the I Need a Girl Part Two video, P Diddy featuring Loon, I spent (laughs) a very healthy amount of time in my parents' bedroom in front of their full length mirror teaching myself (laughs) how to see walk. I used to see walk my ass. Yeah, I I, it was ridiculous. Dude, if you could do that at a party, like you Um, were, people were like, oh, there was, uh, I'm right there. What's up? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, Sea Walk was like the the flossing that the kids are doing now, or like yeah, yeah, even it was. just like all the little you know, hitting I just, the whoa. I remember Sea Walking was all the rage, and then the video. It was a three six mafia video. It might have been Riding Spinners came out. Oh, and uh, Crunchy Black. He does that thing at the very he end. Blood walks. Is that blood walk in the video I instead of Sea Walking? What's a blood walk? And that was just mine does completely blown. It does, yeah. You didn't know that? The more you know. I didn't know Yeah, that you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, glad I didn't do it on any bloods. Well, that could have been ugly. Yeah. And that's what... It's a made, blood walk. It's, it's just like a... It's similar but different, and it's like... It's not as easy to pull off as the sea walk. Oh, it's next level shit. Dude, it's that's next one of my le- all-time... Speaking shit. of that song, it's one of my all-time favorite little flip verses. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, it's... It, God, whatever happened to him. Yeah. That's a, good, that's a good tune. You catch me crip walking out of here. You got to be careful, <laughs> man. There's no bloods around. We're good. Well, Crips um, too, though. They see you doing it. Oh, you get you get smoked. <laughs> like there's Gorn. We're so white. Yeah. God. Well, I'm going to pivot one more time and ask you if you have any thoughts about the, uh, the M.A. Leondor Porsche. It's I Okay. I love the idea behind it. I didn't love like the details of it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. I didn't like the houndstooth or whatever. Not houndstooth. Um, whatever the fabric was. Yeah, it's houndstooth. But like the suede, sure the suede detailing of everything was mm-hmm. just awesome the clothes that they dropped to supplement it i liked but i could never pull off you you will 
to borrow lingo from you guys, you will never catch me wearing clothing displaying the the brand of a vehicle, automobile, or other moving thing that I do not personally own. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that should be a general rule for everyone. I'm not going to buy thing. Porsche, and I saw it mostly all like sold out today, especially all the like the little I don't the little trinkets. Had, I don't and all think that. they had much inventory for that. If I know how they do their limited drops, but like I'm not going to wear Porsche stuff. I don't have a Porsche. Yeah. 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 I think I think it's more excusable with this model of car because it's become so classic and iconic yeah. that you can almost pull that off better. But it's still like, yeah, I don't think I could actually wear that and feel good about it. If, yeah. I, if you can't afford a Porsche, you shouldn't be wearing the clothes to have that on there. Well, they do the stuff that's like, you know, it's like an intarsion knit and you know it's a Range Rover, but it's like a throwback range and it's just like the shape of the car. And that's mm-hmm. because it's so old school. It, you, It's like a lifestyle play, really, yeah. more than like Range Rover branded. Yeah. This is like, this is like a Porsche collaboration. Yeah. And so I, I'm I, the whole entire thing, the whole entire collab was like slightly underwhelming to me because they, I don't know what else to say about it except for that. Like, did they even need Porsches? They, they clearly needed the Porsche licensing to make the clothing, but did they, they could have just gone and customized any car that they, they wanted just to gone exhibit to just pimp, pimp they out <laughs> their ride. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly wish they didn't release any merch for it. And I wish they would have just released five cars yeah, that, and then that, made it public who bought those cars. That, Cause that that's what be cool. I would have liked. Yeah. Just sell them for an obscene amount of money and just let us know who got them and who was the asshole that bought the car. Yeah. But they customized one car and it's like, I can pick out four details. They, they painted it white and they used some sweet ass suede and like some nice house houndstooth fabric. Mm-hmm. And then the guy has like cool driving gloves, and then that's it. The marketing of it, <laughs> I was rock hard. Yeah, they, 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 I was like, this is the coolest that. fucking marketing I've ever Look seen. Look at uh, Amy Leondor's. I, I couldn't Instagram. believe like the video of them just tearing shit up with that thing. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. When I their marketing genius is over there. The, they're great. The, they know the, how to do the it. The content was killer. They have it. They have it firing on all cylinders. Generally all times. underwhelmed by like the actual product released i'm scared for the day when like everyone's over them because like i'm i've been on them for so long now that i just don't want to get off and yeah. i'm not ready to <laughs> that being said i haven't liked their stuff as much as i did when i first got on them and i it's mainly because i it's stuff that i can't pull off yeah i liked it when it kind of had like the east coast like prepperier feel as opposed mm-hmm. to like kind of uh what, what's the word for it like i don't know like almost like tactical gear mm-hmm. like there's some stuff that i'm just like i can't I'm not, i can't yeah. wear that i look like an asshole I'm yeah 33 years old well, I'm sure they'll have a, a new collection for us to salivate over in the next and waste our money on week, week, week or two, probably. And they'll do their fall winter it's spring, again. It's that spring we 20, baby. Wear because it's yeah. too hot here and yeah. we're just assholes. All right, guys. Um, thank you for, for letting us go off topic there to close it out. Do you have it's any, your show, man. You any, do whatever you want. Any final... Any final um, You're on a tight ship here, man. Any final notes? Yeah. Just skiing, trip-wise? Trip join, mm-hmm. us, join us on the next one. Yeah. About that? Oh, I will. Absolutely. Okay. I'm there. I'm there. Uh, also, put, for that, the put that in ink. Think about this. I did not do this. Have some shoes to wear around town that are uh, like some kind of boot. I don't know if it's a high tech you're looking for, but I did not. I was wearing kill shots around mm-hmm. town and like it was snowy. And I, I was like, I'm not prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Lose your traction, dog. Yeah. What's the, what's the other shoe brand, the popular one that everybody in Colorado wears? Very I got, gr- I got some North Face boots. Sorrel? Yeah, maybe Sorrel. My North Face boots were 100 bucks, and they were awesome. Yeah. Yeah, North Face, Sorrel, those are good 
places to start if you need just like a pair to kick around. You in. don't want to walk around with wet feet. Yeah, yeah. I was I was rocking some Alaskan fishing boots, so oh, that's yeah. all. Flex Alaskan. Yeah, they were they they were cheap, <laughs> and if you watch uh, Alaskan bush people. They wear them in that show, and it kind of takes a swag factor down a little bit when Bush people are wearing the boots that you're wearing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, that's all I got. I think that's, I think that's it. Thanks for Good. having us. Covered thank you guys. Yeah, thank great. you guys for being on. Obviously, thank you to Wash Media. That's who's producing the show. We're here in the Washed Media Studios. I mentioned last week that how every time we were coming in, this place just keeps getting upgraded. I can't, I, I, I can't have a podcast and not talk about the DeLonghi out there. And then <laughs> today there's a, there's, there's a, there's a brand new uh, couch here. Yeah. So slowly, but surely we're it's just, it's coffee just table. a coffee, coffee table, coffee table. We still have no right. idea what to do with this huge room next to us over yeah, here. Yeah. We were talking about that before we started recording. Can we lease it out to somebody? I figure something. We could get a couple of box lights and then like a roll of paper and we could just set it up to get kit picks off right there. True. <sighs> I like that. Point. Makes a good point. What if we get the uh, the mirror, the workout thing, the mirror? Th- yeah, I could put my Peloton in there. We could lay down. We could yeah. lay down yeah. some, yeah. Um, you know, some wrestling pads and like make a jujitsu studio or something. Okay, sure. Just throwing options out there. Yeah, not saying they're good. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything that you want to plug for anybody that's a club cool listener but isn't familiar with with what else Wash does? Yeah, check out uh, Circling Back if you haven't yet. It's us three plus uh, our boy Brett. And Will's got a pod, uh, Sunday Scaries, of course, mm-hmm. and then the mail-in. Check out the mail-in as well. Those are all Wash Media podcasts. That's right. And, all uh, top, top-notch content, if I do say so myself. People seem to enjoy them. Yeah, I'll just say yeah, that. they do. They oh, really if, do. You, if you enjoy the ski talk, go listen to uh, Trouble with the Script with Kyle Banduho and I. We did Johnny Tsunami uh, not, not long ago. And it was one of the more enjoyable podcasts I've ever done because I just love Johnny Tsunami. Can you name... Er, how many ski movies are there? I can name Out Cold and Johnny Tsunami and Hot Tub Time Machine. Ski School. Ski School. There's another one that people were talking about that I've seen, and I'm blanking on the name, and the trademark of it is that they go to the top of the mountain and pretty much do a ski or X course on the way down, just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> now, I don't remember what it is, but if Not I sure. think of it, I'll tweet it. Isn't that just the South Park episode? Maybe, yeah. yeah. No, there was also, oh, yeah, there's also the ski episode of Always Sunny, which I'm not, I don't watch a lot of Always Sunny. Oh my God, The it's ski hilarious. episode was great. <laughs> it's hilarious. They're incredible skiers somehow. It was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, you can follow this podcast on Instagram at Club Cool Pod. You can follow me at Barrett Dudley. Uh, obviously, if you want to support the podcast directly, check out patreon.com slash club cool we're posting all sorts of editorial content and uh you know it's just a it's a good way to, to to show love um i think that's it all right we can wrap it up there everybody that is going skiing in the next month or so have a great time be safe out there wear a helmet drink some dark beers at apre maybe a shot of goldschlager rumple mints stretch too Ooh, who knows rumpy and then and enjoy your uh, enjoy the hot tub and the bar scene and and just have a wonderful time. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the All right, club. we'll be back next week.